Hello, and welcome to Unquiet Blood, 12-Sided Stories 5E Vampire the Masquerade Show. This tale is rules-light, story-heavy, and covered in blood. And now, our GM, Mac Beauvais. everybody welcome to i guess unquiet blood the after show Ooh, i wish it was later and then it could just be unquiet blood after dark ah, we can just could tell be. you it's dark outside. it's dark, yeah, dark outside. Yeah, outside. yeah it's dark welcome to unquiet blood after dark <laughs> i uh i'm mac bouvet i GM'd the first season of Unquiet Blood, which you hopefully listen to if you're listening to this. And I have everybody here at the table with me, and we're going to break down some stuff from the season. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Terry, you want to kick us off with introductions? Hi, I'm Terry Gamble. I played Issachar Fora, cult leader extraordinaire. Join me. Yeah. <laughs> I did, and I will again. Yes. Every time. Uh, I'm Abria Iyengar. I played Stella Martingale. Uh, I called myself the Love Witch. She was a Tremere. I don't think I ever actually said it out loud because I don't think she ever really understood her like clan connection. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm Michelle Otis, and I played Maria Zarg, a German artiste who just likes for her work to be admired. And she is a uh, Toreador. Oh, I'm a bruja. I didn't say that. I guess we're saying that now, huh? I guess so. <laughs> it's a thing now. Okay. I just know I'm the kings or something. Ventrue. Ventrue. See, yeah. it's been so long since yeah. we've even referenced them. <laughs> I am Wes Otis. I played John LaRoche, and uh, yes. I said it twice correctly. So, uh, yay. It only yeah. took me 10 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> really, this after show is just a test. Yeah, yeah. it is. Totally. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Holy hell, you guys surprised me a lot this season. I don't have, like, prepared questions because I'm super professional. Uh, I didn't either, so. But. uh, (laughs) I have 11. You have 11 (laughs) questions. All right, let's do this. Uh, You guys were, I'm just going to start off with saying you were all such a delight as players. And it was really fun to see how different all the characters were and how they grew in some ways, how they didn't grow in some ways. Um, So I guess I'd like to know, like, where you guys feel like maybe your trajectory has changed from episode one to episode 10, if there's, Mm. if your um, character's focus has, has very much shifted. Cool. Can I start? Because I feel like I definitely have an answer for this. Uh, I I definitely built Stella to feel super disconnected from like the greater like vampire society. So she didn't really have a strong connection with her clan, and her magic was sort of this incidental thing that she used in order to like be good at feeding and kind of just keeping herself afloat. Like she was a a pretty big like hippie that lived like on a retired uh, studio ranch, and I think in the presence of uh, Isabeau like an actual like powerful female uh like blood magic user and wielder she was given like some clarity of focus and that's why i was very excited to have like my end cap be her sort of taking up not the mantle in terms of like purpose but uh taking up a a focused intention on like jump like delving into the magic and becoming someone that's like powerful 
Rad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you guys are looking at me like I'm going to say something. <laughs> Hi, this is Terry. Um, I, I guess so. <laughs> With Antissa. Um, yeah, I'll say it. Patient, patient, patient. For those who are waiting. Oh. Um, so, yeah, I um, I think I went through a journey of, um, well, not yes and no. Like, I feel like the journey is going to be more in season two if we do that, if when. Um, also, because um, I had to kind of let go of what I thought I needed, which was my cult. Cause we kind of had to dissolve throughout this like season and like had to rely more on my friends and not just on using these other people, but really rely on my friends to really make some change. And um, maybe we'll see some reflection of that. I feel like there's opportunity there and with, uh, with the, the new space and what, what, what could happen with really building more community and, and seeing the potential of like, Oh, if we had made something like hellfire, like Isabel, as much as she was like a terrible cunt, she was also had some good ideas, you yeah. know, like, yeah. like, Oh, this is not a bad thing. Like, just you know her impl- you know implementation might have not been super great and um or ethical in any kind of vampire way you know as far as vampire ethics go <laughs> um i mean there's not l- a lot of vampire ethics can't you just keep to the little bit that yeah, we have <laughs> so simple exactly. so there's always going to be somebody you know pushing and pulling true blood you know like of, of who wants to be in charge <laughs> and how they're going to run it so i think um it was that was a lot of fun and I, i'm very curious to know more about these people and i just started falling in love with them so i'm just like oh i want more um i think for john um because he was a former pope because he was a bad former Pope and because he has never been out of the shadow of Isabeau. And now I think for me, what the arc was during the entire story was, was learning about leadership and what it actually is and stepping up and trying to, to actually lead as opposed to being just uh, bad at, at, at everything and being kind of under the thumb of someone else. And I, I, am very excited to see how that plays out in the future. You know, I think for, um, for Maria, I think I liked the, the development of that friendship between her and John, like they will never again be lovers, but they will always be friends. And that's, you know, I think that was just a big, a big pull for her and that development of um, like her feelings towards Isakar and Stella, like that they're her friends, you know, and, and even though Stella's like nuts, she like <laughs> has this patience for her and she's just like, okay, okay, <laughs> let's try this, <laughs> you know? Um, and uh, I just, I just love the group dynamic of it and, and her place in that group. Like, I think she's really, just liked the fact that she's she's settled with this group where she's like, okay, they're not artistes like me, but <laughs> you know, but for some reason we gel. Were there any moments in the game you guys found like particularly surprising? Where you're just like, what the? Hmm. Uh, my goofy answer is coming back onto the ranch with a music video. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was such a fun, like, reminder that the world <laughs> is bigger than, like, vampire bro- like problems in the middle of the night. And you're just like, oh, oh my God, pe- Ugh, humans do stuff. <laughs> and it was, a, it was fun to experiment, or not experiment, to uh, examine the, the idea that Stella still has like a strong sense of her own humanity. Like she fell into like being a PA like incredibly easily. Cause I think she hasn't divorced herself from like the daylight world as much as a lot of other vampires mm-hmm. have yet. So yeah. 
And also, from what I can tell, and maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like Stella falls into everything pretty easily. Like, <laughs> oh, I want this drink, and then suddenly you become Stella becomes hyper focused on whatever's right in front of her. Yeah, doesn't matter what's going on. Around. She's got ADHD, and it's yeah. very, there's like a wall about to happen all around her. Yeah, yeah no, but this drink—it's <laughs> very important. Um, I think for me, one of the like most surprising moments was when Isabeau murdered that artist, the local artist. Yes. Oh, yeah. That oh. was, that was a shocker. And it was just kind of like, Oh, she's willing to like, just do that, you know? And I mean, of course, yeah, she's willing to murder humans. That wasn't the shocker. It was just specifically that human. And in the way that she left him there. And yeah, it was, yeah. Um, the fact that I made that last uh, combat role. <laughs> that, that was honestly that was I had super two surprising, dies, and I made an incredible role, and it was like, oh, thank God. But yeah, that was the most surprising. <laughs> and, and I was, oh, go ahead. sorry, I just want to say props to you for building a like tone and like tenor to the encounter that made it feel so triumphant that you actually like did like super hit with your stuff. Like, I think that's a testament to the GM making it like we all understood intellectually that that was the finale and like without knowing exactly when season two starts, like, you know, you kind of want to end on a high note or a very dark, like dark note. But the fact that you still were able to like pull us out of that meta knowledge as people putting on a show that we were like so excited that like the thing happened, (laughs) like it was very, very good. (laughs) It was dope. Um, (laughs) It was, I was like, yes, the power I am drunk with. Um, it's great. I guess I'm often drunk with power in this show. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of like more shocking things. Those are like, I just, the music video was still the funniest thing to me. I was just listening to that again. <laughs> and it's just, it made me laugh. It makes me giggle with delight every time I hear that. There's a moment yeah. with your character actually mm-hmm. that I th- think you kind of found maybe a little surprising mm-hmm. in the moment, but actually cracked me up real bad when you went to hit um, Edward, mm-hmm. but you rolled so high. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. And I didn't mean, oh, I didn't mean to bust his and face. And you didn't mean to bust yeah. his face open. And I'm like, oh, and his face busted open. You're like, no. Oh. <laughs> I, could, I could see yeah. it in your eyes of like this, like, Yeah. Uh-oh. My strength was very surprising. I was like, oh, because usually I'm not like the strongest person in a party. And so to be like the like ball buster in this group, yeah. like, <laughs> to be like, you guys are surprisingly unstrong as vampires. I was very like, okay, fine. <laughs> no, it was great. But it like, someone's got to be a tank. And I'm happy. I was happy to be like the cult leader tank, which is just, I felt like was a weird juxtaposition and fun to play as well yeah. too. Because yeah. it's like, absolutely, those totally feel like they're disparate, like, you know, things, but they were, they worked really well together because it's like of course she doesn't know her own strength and like almost kills people probably all the time <laughs> well yeah. we just want to say tanks yeah oh. that was good i liked it <laughs> that actually um <laughs> the the encounter with edward uh actually led to the thing that surprised me the most that you guys did Uh-oh. which was going to the police <laughs> and they're like okay i guess we're having an episode where they go to the police station and are reporting everything and i'm like trying to come up with npcs on the fly and figure out what the hell i'm doing and like how do police stations even work no one knows <laughs> right <laughs> i don't think they know no nope. um and i was just like you know it's one of those really fun moments where players really diverge from where you think the story is going to go for a while and uh was really fun because of it. 
Yeah. We got all ethical for a moment. We ethical vampires. vampires. It was super not ethical. It was just trying to cover your asses. We do what we can. Yeah, but going to the police be like, oh, he assaulted me. And I, oh, and he's going to say that and blah, blah, blah. Hey, you know, you got the card. You can play it, you know. (laughs) Um, I think also one other thing that was really like... Not surprising because I knew that what kind of character Isabeau was going to be, but what was surprising to me was, uh, or a little crushing was that she killed the father. I knew that was going to be like a really harsh moment. That was harsh, yeah. Um, But I mean, I think she did it for a few reasons. I mean, one is to mess up John, obviously. Um, She's been following along and, like, spying. And I think she also saw a little bit of, like, Stella coming out of the The church. (laughs) Well, and Stella coming out of the church and be like, bleh, bleh, bleh. And and seeing that as a moment to not only fuck with John, but also just to prove how strong she was. That she could go to somebody of true faith and straight up murder them. Yeah. Yeah, there was no way we were going to, one of us was going to take her out. The fact that we all had to work together as a team to get her, you know, I mean, having her get shot in the face a few times helped immensely because every time she had to change her viewpoint, you know, and that was very helpful. Otherwise, we would have been dead. Yeah, I wanted to give you guys uh, an NPC in that moment to help offset some of the the combat and everything. Um, But you guys also managed to turn some vampires to your side, which I wasn't expecting and had them go out and take out a couple of Nosferatu. Yeah. Which I think helped a lot as well. Building community. Yay! Yay. That's what we're doing here. I I have a question for everyone. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who's your favorite NPC? Oh, Brock. Duh. (laughs) (laughs) Like, hands down. Anytime he was there, I was just like, uh, as much as he was annoying to, like, our characters, like, it's he's hilarious. Like, it's like, I feel like you can see him right away. Like, this guy is like, you know this guy, like, he's out there. I I just, I love him. I love him so much. Yeah. He understands. Rolling, rolling, rolling. He understands keggers, but not really raves, that kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. But he probably went to a few because he's like, yeah, my friend, you know, got me to go. And I tried. Yeah. It was wild. <laughs> Those girls looked hot there, though. Yeah, like totally. <laughs> I loved Madame Rev, the team mom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so she cool. was pretty awesome. I really felt it was funny because in the first few episodes, I was like, you know, all of us were like, we should go talk to Madame Rev. I'm like, are we? bugging her a little too much like are we bothering madame rev Uh, but yeah she was totally team mom madame rev she was really cool i like chill definitely Mm -hmm. that she was she was fun and and one of those things that we obviously weren't planning Mm -hmm. because we kind of were randomly messing about Mm -hmm. but you know um you the way that you pivot and were able to keep it going was pretty cool so i i enjoyed her quite a bit no i think that um i think definitely madam rev was my my favorite because she's just so like suave you yeah, know right? cool. yeah very so cool. cool and and she's got it all together you know and i think that's something that maria aspires to yeah is to be that cool yeah um i 
I liked a, a lot of the NPCs that were put together, but actually one of the most fun ones to play was Joanne Rampart. Yeah. Uh, when John breaks into the apartment that was and they have the whole back and forth and they've got this awkward thing. And then, you know, she needs to be comforted after that. Yeah. And you guys are like, how do you human? Pat, pat, it's okay. Don't yeah. be cry. Don't like, let the <laughs> I mean. like I was having a really good time playing that, that NPC. Yeah, that was oh, a lot of fun. Good. <laughs> also shout out to uh fatima she was really cool yeah like she was, i absolutely got yeah. where she was coming from just being like what who are you like Ugh, get out of here and then she went out like a g and that was great <laughs> oh, okay bye lots of screaming well you know like i mean um we only really encountered the second inquisition once but now we've really stirred the pot because we've we've gotten rid of a very very powerful vampire yeah. who is a, associated with a lot of other, you know, things. So you know that it's just going to be a shit story. Yeah, I was terrified because like, when they were like, oh, there's multiple locations to that realization. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh no. Yeah. Cause like we can take her out here, but what the hell is going yeah. on across and up and how down many like, other the state or whatever. Vampires and, you know, are involved in this mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah. Yeah. I'm so. sure they've all got the same hookup, you know, like the same like setup kind of situation and, yeah, which I mean, it's going to be interesting to see yeah. how all of that develops. Um, we it, it, the the way the schedule is, I believe we come back with this um, in September. I believe your show starts again in September. Nice. So after um, we do, um, I believe it's after RuneQuest, um, or. It's right after Bria's show. I'm not yeah. sure which one, but um, we are definitely coming back with it because it's it was a lot of fun uh, to play. So well, and there's definitely a lot more threads that can be followed. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, I wanted it to feel like a whole world, even though um, it was set in you know a familiar territory. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I got to say again, it was really interesting for me to run a game in a contemporary setting. Because this is the first game I've ever run that's been contemporary. Nice. Mm. Cool. So, awesome. like, normally I like to set stuff in the past and strip out cell phones and make yeah. players kind of have to go around that. So, it was interesting finding ways to, like, split the party and do stuff um, when you still have technology very much in yeah, play. Because technology ruins but kind a of, lot of things. Because not everybody was good with technology. No. Yeah. Yeah. no. But you still had to worry about terrible. technology because yeah. you're vampires and making sure you weren't yeah. on the grid in certain CCT ways. Rays and, and, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, there's so much that you would have to consider that uh, in our day-to-day lives we just take for granted. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I think the thing about vampires in particular is they almost have to self- you know, uh, isolate themselves. So it, it's, it's a good thing. Cause you're right. When you have the internet at your door, at your fingertips, what, you know, it makes it a little too easy to, mm-hmm. to think that you can go out and do whatever. But yeah, my character was not, uh, I had a lot of fun playing the medieval, like ancient, what is all this guy? It was, it was, it was fun because, um, all the references he didn't get all of the interactions he didn't get and knowing that he was that way, like being aware of not being aware. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, and it was really enjoyable to watch how um, all of your characters started so spread out from each other, especially considering like the back history that they had. Yeah. But you all had kind of set off to do your own things and then have to pull it all back together was really interesting. Yeah, it was really cool. And I appreciate it. One thing I want to ask is that, you know, uh, this uh, or ask or say, uh, you know, it's this was uh, Bria's first show with us. Yeah. So thank yeah. you so thank much. You guys. Yeah, yeah. It so <laughs> so it's very cool. So we appreciate you, uh, your uh, voice. And it was it was a, a lot of was fun. a delight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh God. To all of you. So it cute. was very cool. <laughs> Uh, is there anything that you guys would really want to see or experience in another season? Ooh. There's a lot of things. I mean, there's so many things. Like, honestly, that's what I was just saying. Like, that, I was like, oh, thinking about it. And I'm like, oh, my God, there's so many things that are, like, possible. And with the team, I don't know. I think, um, you know, Cult 2.0. I got to figure out what's next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think just but like, like using them to help create more community and also like realizing like, oh, our disconnection was probably part of our downfall with this last yeah. people coming yeah. in, you know, and that's sure. that was part of it. I like, think that oh. was my entire, like I said, mm -hmm. my entire arc was I'm a shitty leader. Oh, wait, I, I need friends. I need people. When <laughs> Isabeau came back in, I was like, I need to get out from underneath her thumb and I need to, I need my friends. And, yeah. and my humanity mm -hmm. as much as I can salvage it. So I, I see that next season has a billion things that could go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I like, I like the element of surprise. I think that, um, I think Mackie did a really good job of not being predictable, you know, as far as plot, you know, and mm -hmm. stuff like that, because, you know, we're all gamers. We've all been doing this quite a while and so it's really easy to kind of go oh i know this is going to happen or this is probably and it didn't you know and so um that was fun that was that was really nice and it was um i think that that is what i'm looking forward to in the second season is maybe just pushing pushing the thing off the 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 ledge and watching it go down the mountain anyway. yeah exactly yeah. and see which way it goes yeah, uh, so. i'm super curious to see like i like that we seem to have carved out our own little like haven but uh i think i'm curious to see like other things from like the like vtm world coming into play and sort of disrupting the thing that we're building right uh so like yeah we've already like seeded saint like the almost at the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> no one expects it. Yeah. Uh, the second Inquisition coming in, but also maybe like someone from like someone's clan, like clan might come into play, mm -hmm. especially between like the Ventru and Toreadors. Uh, yeah. Just seeing how our little pocket of uh, San Diego relates to like the, the larger vampire world. Yeah, and I think it's very much opened up to that considering what just happened. Yeah, yeah. right. You guys yeah. have basically taken over the city twice. That's not going to go without notice. Yeah, no. we yeah. did and it. That We're doing it. That Hellfire is a chain. Yeah, it's the Chipotle so, of like it's, sexy. It's so upsetting. I feel like it's more like Yard House the way oh it's like God, set up. Yeah, Do you yeah, know what absolutely. I mean? Like that's You're what I imagine, wrong. right? It's a Yard House. Yeah, it's oh a full on God. Yard House. Well, I totally know that like Jean's gonna be like, all right, let me see. We need to take over the next castle over, which is LA. So. How do we get into their hellfire and make it ours? And then we'll have oh to... Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> so many storming hellfires. Storming hellfires. We'll need 10 knights and at least oh a few... Oh, my God. 
footmen. And <laughs> uh, wow. Beautiful. Wow. That's not how we do things. What? No. He's not so how it works Italian. It's <laughs> not how it works anymore. Cool. So that's it. Thank you. All right, guys. I Yeah, I think we have it. Yeah. Yay. Done. Yay. Season you. one done. See you next time. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. blah, blah, blah.